Welcome to 21st Central Healing. I'm Michelle, I'm the owner of Eternal Being. We've got Marnie with us today. Hello Marnie, thank you for coming today. My pleasure. Would you like to introduce yourself and what you do and your magical powers please? Thank you, well thank you for having me back first and foremost. Um, and I, I've, we've had some amazing feedback about the menopause workshop that we've done together. So my name's Mary Taylor, I run marytaylor.com and I am all about, exactly as you said, allowing people to get back in tune with their intuition, their body wisdom, and connect with themselves so that they can truly bring their own magic and miracles out into the world and shine as the wonderful people that they are meant to be. And I do that in a number of ways, through coaching, through one-to-ones, through working with essential oils, through working with cacao. So, and again, you know, that's gonna be really pertinent to what we're sharing today. So there's a number of ways that people can work with me in order to allow them that space and time to truly reconnect and come home to themselves. So right here, right now, we spoke to each other a couple of weeks ago and yeah. I, I rang you up and went, excuse me, Marnie, we've got a podcast coming up, but this is how I'm feeling. I think this is president and you were like, yes, Michelle, it is. I've just come on my period, go through menopause and so on myself. So we have these dips and lows within the energy of the month. Yeah. So a lot of people in January want to go, do, 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 do. What should we be doing, Marnie? What do you think is the best? I know the answers, <laughs> but we're going to tell our audience this, yeah? Because telling people one thing and them going against what they're supposed to be doing, but it's putting it with science and that's what we do. So yeah, what we're gonna to do today is bring a little bit of the science and a little bit of the secret source to yes. rest and that, that feminine intuition together, that divine feminine energy. And that's as relevant to any men that are watching as it is women, because we've all got masculine and feminine energy within us. So back to your question. So believe, whilst we're sat here today, it's the 18th of January, we've got blue skies, sunshine, it's absolutely amazing. We are in winter and winter is a season for coming within, for allowing ourselves to get still, to get quiet, to really get in tune with our intuition and just like nature to be nourishing and replenishing those little seeds that are just waiting for the spring to come oh, and my favorite time absolutely <laughs> to come to come and grow and so what we find is for many people they you know if we look at nature it gets dark it gets quiet we've got shorter days and you know normally in that lead up to christmas everyone's out sparkly late night socializing and being it's manic absolutely 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 manic and then we arrive in January, probably depleted mm. from all of that mania and that gathering and that being around so many other people. And we're straight back in there with smash it, do yeah. it, go. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And we don't take the time to reflect, to review, to come within, to connect with ourselves and really think about what it is that we want to release and what we want to make space for to grow in spring. And I like what you said there, what we want to release, because so many people out there will want to lose weight, want to do this, want to do the other, and it's not. It's about 
taking a step back and looking actually what is important for me to replenish right now yeah to get that feeling back do i need to take a little bit of time out instead of working all these extreme long hours and working against what your body's naturally doing saying i need to go to bed because it's dark right now absolutely and one of the things you know one of the biggest lessons i've learned myself having been that superwoman constantly doing adding another layer on adding mm. another layer on adding a layer another layer on is actually until I've done some of the work of releasing, maybe that's emotional trauma, yeah. maybe it's being softer and kinder to myself rather than adding to my to-do list, I was just adding another layer of doing on yeah. rather than releasing and stepping into into being. And I know for you know the super women, high achievers, alpha type people out there, it probably sounds really ugh, uncomfortable what we're saying and what we're sharing, but the winter season and that time of menses for women, which is our winter season, is that short period of time to go within, to yeah. get still, to be intuitive, to really connect with, with, with body, body wisdom. Because if we think about it, when we're having a period, we are releasing the uterine lining and quite often loads of sticky gunky stuff can come with that you know anyone who suffers with clotty heavy periods will know that's not just you know a physical release there's yeah. some emotional stuff Massively. going on going on there as well and if we can allow ourselves some time to replenish to be quiet and still in that time when we come out of our period and move into our spring, yeah. which is that next phase of the menstrual cycle where the estrogen is starting to rise, you know, the shoots are growing, we're getting stronger, we're rising, we, you know, we're reaching up for that light. As we're reaching up for that light, just like the shoots of the plants and, and, and the trees, we are going to be even stronger. We will achieve more if we allow ourselves to replenish. So yeah. all those people who've set themselves, you know, the 5 a.m., get up, go to the gym, blah, 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 blah. Fantastic. Do that in that spring phase yeah. of your cycle, but honor your period, honor that time of menses, whether it's three or seven days, to do a little bit of, you know, legs up against the wall or nature walks, or like you say, really get early bed, you know, allow yourself a little bit of a lie-in, and then you get to that phase, that next phase, wow, you're gonna be PBing, you're gonna be lifting heavier, running faster, all the good things, but we're not flatlined. Yeah. And that's how we treat ourselves. And a lot of exercise physiology, a lot of nutritional physiology is based on young male athletes aged 20 to 25. Yeah. And then we broad brush it out against us and we go against our own intuition our own wisdom and our own cycles yeah it's and it's really interesting you say that we go against what we're feeling yeah and it's about in tuning with what you're feeling and releasing what you're feeling what needs to be released so understanding your body clock i think is really important and it's the same when it comes to detoxing you know mm -hmm. people think detoxing in january is the best time it's the worst time yes you can have treatments and so on but when it comes to actual proper detoxing you need to do it with the equinox it's like arnie's talking about spring that is the equinox mm -hmm. that's the change of season so when it comes to the equinox yeah. and so on it's to do with the sunlight so Basically, it's light in the morning. It's easier to get up. Our bodies naturally want to wake up with light. 
the same in the evening time, we've got longer days. So when it comes to basically our body detoxing, January is the worst time to actually do a proper detox. And what I mean by that is a tailored detox. You can have colonics, you can have treatments to maintain and make sure that you're having those beautiful foods that are nice and nourishing to feed those body and feed themselves within the body. So when it comes to that sunlight, it basically thinens our blood. So it's easier for our bodies to release the toxins. In the winter months, our blood thickens up. So if you're going on a juice program, what do you think is gonna happen? Because your bodies are cold, it's gonna stagnate. Yeah. You're gonna feel, excuse my friend, you're gonna look, you're gonna feel and look crap. You might have this and water fasting as well in, 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 in the winter months. No, 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 no. And you wonder why your colon's even going, uh, oh, it's, you know, we need it calm and relaxed. And that's really important, especially, you know, you'll see this with men and women. They've ate too much at Christmas time. They've gone into this frenzy. I've got to get into the gym. I agree with going to the gym because I am a, you know, you know, I, I'm an exercise freak. But, you know, that keeps me maintained and keeps me healthy. But I have realised going through the menopause, how important being nicer to my body is and not killing myself off, doing training some weights maybe two or three times a week compared to what I was doing before and having like those lovely long walks, being out in fresh air, getting that fresh air on your skin. Like you do, Marnie, you know, going out into the water. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, first thing I do in the morning is, is I have body brush the whole body, red hot shower and then I go freezing cold to really pick up the lymphatic system. If I could have a plunge pool, I'd be really, <laughs> really happy because my body's got older. I've got a lot of injuries. It warms me up before going into the gym. So I'm not like all seized up, even if I've done all my stretching. So it helps massively. But going back to like the cycle and so on and understanding the right things to do at the right time is critical when you're managing your workload, isn't it? Absolutely. And the, you know, I'm really, really passionate about this. And when you were speaking to me and we were like, shall we do this? Shall we do that? I was like, let's start yeah. with understanding the cycle because, you know, we are at the start of a new year. Yes. And let's educate and empower because you know when you rang me and you're having your period we're not in our creative phase we're not we're not wanting to be doing you know videoing and podcasting and TikToking and reels yeah, totally. we want to be quiet and still within to honor that yeah do that because there is a phase coming when you'll yeah. be absolutely out there you know i hate the word smashing it but it always comes to mind so, there are times of like you know when we can be like you're just going to be, we it's call it the production lover. though, isn't Absolutely. it? So in your different stages, it's different types of production. And it's and what I find is beautiful what with the work that you do, Marnie, is, is that helping your clients to understand what works for them. Because yeah. we are all different. Absolutely. We are all different. And understanding that it is okay. It is okay. Just realise when you're able to, and I think it's nailing it, to be honest. If you know how it works, wow. You've just been given gold dust. Absolutely. So if you think about it, you know, period. So when you're having your period, quite within reflection, intuitive time. Yeah. You, we call that the sorceress. You know, that's that real inner connection, inner wisdom, having faith and trust. Then we move into what we call the warrior-s phase. So this is I our like spring. Absolutely. That's my favourite one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but we've got to be really careful because if we're in warrior-s all the time, mm. we burn out. But warrioresses well, are action phase. Yeah. You know, she's the getting things done. She's the power. 
Then at ovulation, we move into lover. Now, lover's all about sensuality. She's about sexuality, but not sexy, not yeah, manipulative. Yeah, yeah. But she's also the, the root of self-care. So isn't it interesting that after that period, that phase of warrioress and action, our bodies naturally take us into a phase of deep self-care, of beautification. And then post-ovulation, we move into that second phase of the menstrual cycle and we move initially into our mother phase, that nourishing, that replenishing, that three good meals, but also that unconditional love, unconditional acceptance. And then the final phase before we come back into menstruation is queen. Now, Queen is about humility. She's about discernment. She isn't the badass Beyonce mm. kind of bitch queen. Yeah. She's much more humble. She is that part of you that is sees through all the BS. Yeah. <laughs> she is the part of you that is able to put the systems, the procedures. She sees a vision. She's got clarity great time for doing admin yeah. a great time for looking at your business and thinking what's been really annoying me oh i need to change some systems and procedures i need to take that out she's also where we set our boundaries from and this is what a lot of women are, are missing is boundaries boundaring their self-care yeah. boundaring their energy, boundaring their time, boundaring, you know, all, all of the good things. The problem is, is if we arrive at this phase of our cycle depleted, overwhelmed, we haven't done the self-care, we didn't take time out when we were having our menstrual cycle, we get maleficent, we get evil stepmother off with their heads, you know, your part, all of a sudden, the kids and the partners. Well, Alice in Wonderland, what's going on in my head Absolutely. Now. <laughs> you know, we have, we've got that queen running around yeah, with yeah, a yeah. big heart going, absolutely, because, you know, we feel um, disrespected, all the, all those mm. things. So we become burnt out. Burnt just totally out. exhausted. So this is when we see that irritability. Yeah. But we then have another opportunity when we come into our menstrual phase to get quiet, get still, replenish. We can catch back. Every month, every cycle, we've got that opportunity to take that breath and reconnect. And again, we can eat differently at different times of the month. So I don't know about you, yeah. you know, just before my period, during my period, what for me it's different. When I used to have a period, I would, I would, my appetite would drop. That would it. It was go. Some people it comes up, but you know, much more carbs. You know, of course we want chocolate at that time. We need all that beautiful. I'm one of them rare ones that don't. Yeah, <laughs> curly kale and some steak. That's for well, me. Well, that's also magnesium iron, and it's magnesium. Yeah, you know, so you, we're looking at it in both ways. But when we're talking about chocolate, we're talking about the good yeah, quality. Yeah, yeah. You know. 100% or ceremonial cacao, the nourishing, not the sugar laden yeah. blah that a lot of us um, will, will, con will consume. You know, we, we want more fats in that warrior S phase and totally. ovulation. And then, you know, so again, we don't want to be eating the same all month. No, it's different. And it really does change in understanding that. Like for me, when I'm due to come on, I will basically, I'll be more hungry. Uh -huh. I actually got more of an appetite mm. just before. Um, and like yourself, 
when I'm on my period, it totally goes, completely goes. I go back into that normal routine of what I had before, but I also find that I need lots of oily fish in my diet. Absolutely. Um, eggs, kale, we were talking about it with the, the team um, today that I'm going to do a day in of Michelle and I'm going to do that with regards to period time and not period time. So just people to can see what can happen in the day and how different it can be. And really be in tune with your actual appetite instead of thirst as well, because a lot of people eat when they're actually thirsty. So yeah. it's understanding dehydration is a massive key of your mood swings as well. Massively. And, and you know, for me, one of the biggest things I've found is that when I am dehydrated, yeah. My sleep goes off, yeah. my mood goes off, you know, all, 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 all the good things. And also, as well, like you say, you know, those good omega-3s, those oily fish are really good for supporting hormonal yeah. balance through the month. But also for me, around that time of period is a good time for the de extra detoxification. Yeah. Because we want to be getting rid yeah. of everything that we want to be getting. Urging that liver. Absolutely. You know, you know, the liver, and this is why, again, our work is so complementary because purging and supporting our liver health, our liver energy, is fundamental to the quality of your menstrual cycle. And that's why it's the best time to have advanced chronic therapy is actually just before your period or actually on your period. It's one With of the most frequently asked... oil pack. Yeah, so basically understanding the difference of understanding your periods or somebody who doesn't have any periods getting that regularity again and getting that release and getting everything moving makes a massive massive difference um and when you feel that release you feel amazing like for some women they they know they're just about to come on their period because they start pooing loads yeah or you get the other extreme where people don't so it's it's speaking to somebody like ourselves that are experts in the field to be able to advise you which is which is the best time to come in and for us to do all of that but also like Marnie does, Marnie does is all her juices and ginger and all these beautiful yeah. things to have little shots, you know, when you're coming on and when you're coming through different phases and understanding what that nutrition is doing for you on top of that nourishing, warming food at this time of year. Absolutely. You know. And then the other thing that I'm a huge advocate of is working with essential oils. Yes. And again, because one, first of all, there is, you know, we all can connect with a sense of smell it's it is such a powerful sense and it's one that we often override or, or don't think about change your mood immediately instantly but it can also you know we can use it for safety you, yes. know, you walk into a room and it doesn't smell something smells off you know and, and all those kinds of things or food you know we can smell our food and go oh that doesn't smell that doesn't smell right but one of the beauties about working with essential oils, and again, this links into supporting our liver, and we talked about this on the lot on the on the last on the last podcast, is overloading the liver with toxicants, yes. with all those fake, you know, those xena estrogens, all those fake smells, all those chemicals that, particularly as women, although I have to say, with the sort of I'll probably get the language wrong, so apologise, but the metrosexuality, you know, a lot of men now, don't they? They use skincare products, they get their eyebrows done, they get their tans done, they get their waxings done. So they're getting, you know, their hair care products, they're getting as many chemicals now. You know, we're all worried about the environmental pollutants. Let's just stop first yeah, of all totally. and have a look what's going on here. So for me, when I'm using essential oils, I still smell amazing, but I'm not impacting my liver in the same way I, I was. 
but also I can harness the power of the plant. So citrus oils, you know, if we think about that zesty juiciness, you know, they are really good. And maybe go like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's getting everything moving. <laughs> you know, so we, we know the benefit of taking lemon water and yes. you know, lemon juice for and limes. It's like a brush oh, going through the body. That's my favourite. But also as well, that you know, like lemon oil is really good for focus if anyone's feeling a bit brain foggy. But sweet um, sweet orange oil or wild orange, oh my God, that is so good for any feelings of anxiety or irritability. You know, that's one of my absolute go-to essential oils. And then if we think about the way that the parts of the plants work, so, you know, a lot of the floral oils are really good for supporting hormonal well-being. You know, because if we think about the ovaries, that's a bit like where we hold our yeah. seeds. Well, that's where a lot of, you know, the flowers and, and things like that go on. Seed oils are really good for supporting hormonal well-being. And then when it comes to things like boundaries, we'll think about what the bark of the tree does. You know, that is its boundary, that's its protection. So why don't we use some bark oils? You know, so we've got cinnamon bark, we've got um, some frankincense resin. Those oh, kinds of oils resin. are really good for protecting, protecting us leaf oils are how the plant breathes so why not use some essential oils from leaf oils to support us with opening and breathing and supporting our respiratory system because sometimes when we get really overwhelmed everything gets tight everything gets constricted and we stop breathing properly i've just had a brainstorm i know i'm on a podcast but this is how michelle's brain works <laughs> is i think would be really useful marnie is, is, is setting up a community on facebook mm -hmm. so um with all these different things in yeah. so people can get involved um in understanding essential oils together mm -hmm. um because like just what you just said you know that that protection of that frankincense you know i, I love frankincense mm -hmm. I, I use that a lot um, and the lemon balm that just like just really opens everything up. Yeah. But you know, a lot of people don't understand mm. or are not aware of any of these things out there that can really make such a massive difference to their overall well-being within a day. You know, if they're having a bit of a slum at say three o'clock, instead of them grabbing that food, they can they can be putting essential oils yeah, on. Just, I know that yeah. sounds silly, but it, it's not. It's not silly once you've tried it. No, it's not. We we do something that's you know it's called the what the wild orange and peppermint. You know, and you just can take an aromatic inhale. Yeah. A few moments, you are going to put exactly as you said. You know, within moments, because again, the essential oils. They come in through the olfactory system, those nerve endings send a message to the hypothalamus. Hypothalamus connects them with that HPA yeah. access straight away. Okay, we need this, we need that going on. And it's such a beautiful, natural way. Obviously, with always bio-individuality, you know, yes. we know my partner yeah. isn't going to mind. He can't use peppermint oil, he's, he's allergic to it. Yeah. But that's okay, there's lots of other oils. Alternatives. That, that, alternatives that, that we can use. So I'm not going to sit here and say, everybody do this. There's always, there's always an alternative. But try, it's try and error as well, yeah. you know? You've got to try things. If you don't try, how are you going to know? Absolutely. But if you can use something, you know, I used to be somebody that had very painful periods was on prescription medication i wish i'd seen you there oh well <laughs> i wish i knew what i know now you know but i didn't you know yeah. i was in that i was in that western yes. system i was completely disconnected from my body 
I was having, you know, painful passing out periods and you go to the doctor at that time. Yes. You know, considering, you know, I am considerably older than you. So, you know. <laughs> You're not that much older But, you know, we, you know, you go to the doctor. And then I got to the point, and again, let's come back to the liver. What stopped me using that prescription medication mm. was when I failed a medical because my liver count was out. So their first standard answers were, were you drinking at the weekend? Were yeah. you doing this? And I was like, no, I don't Not do any, any of those of things. It was my prescription medication. And when I opened the packet for the first time and looked at the contraindicators mm. of my prescription medication, the number one contraindicator was liver damage. And so many people will not blame it down to something that's being given to them. Yeah. They'll blame it on the supplement. They'll blame it on the essential oil. They'll blame it on the treatment. And they will not look at that prescription that they've been given. Well, it's got to be that because that's what I've done differently. It happens over a period of time. Absolutely. You know, I've seen it with my dad. You mm. know, he, he was on so much. And I'm not saying people to stop medication. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is if you are not feeling well, okay, and things are coming up, you need to address those things because you could be ignoring factors that could be leading into chronic illness and disease. Yeah. And when you do that, as Marnie will know, and we've both both been through awful things within our life, mm. that that gets ignored and things get missed. Um, we unfortunately don't have certain people in our world anymore. Yeah. So it's really important to factor this in, to say, like you did, you've got that prescription out, you've had a look, and be like, well, why? Oh my God, it's one of the first things. It could have been, it could not have been, it could have been Absolutely. something else. Absolutely. But at least you found out yeah. and then addressed it. And, if, and again, this is why I'm now so passionate about sharing this work with everybody yes. you know, that this is what we should be sharing in schools yes. teaching young girls and young boys you know an understanding the menstrual cycle so that they're not feeling crazy they're not learning at a young age to disconnect from their, yeah. their body wisdom they're not being taught that it's an inconvenience to have a period none of us would be here if women you know, didn't if, if women didn't menstruate, and so you know we we started with menstru and um, with the menopause, but we need to backtrack. Yeah, because PMS, so that queen week, you know that queen phase. That if, if you are constantly in maleficent, then there's a there's potentiality you are going to have a pretty rough ride through that perimenopause, menopause, and beyond. So again. The more work we can do downstream, yeah. the more women we can talk to as they're coming into menstruation. But, you know, maybe early 30, you know, I said this the other day to somebody who was 36, and she says, no, I'm like, no, because you can put things right. You can do, you can start making some subtle changes. I'm not asking you to never drink alcohol again. Oh no, God, no. To it's not, about to balance. Take, yeah, to take the joy out. But let's understand it. Yeah, what let's it can do understand. if you have too much of something, it's gonna, it's gonna make you feel absolutely shocking. And it's like my husband said to my daughter, um, and she, you know, she's got, she's going, go, well, she's gone through that stage, she's in that stage now. And um, he was saying, it's really important. Mummy's the other end, and you've started this absolutely. end. To understand how mummy was to what she is because that could possibly happen to you as well. Possibly, there yeah. is a possibility. Um, and how understanding those feelings and the emotions coming on to those stages of that cycle and how you are 
and how you're going to feel because in school they're not taught any of this like you said you know when my daughter had the sex education talk right and she come back and, and myself and my husband had gone through i know we're going a bit off tangent here but i think it's relevant um and basically she was she she was said i was said how did it go and she went oh well i didn't learn anything there did i I learned more from you and Daddy with the books that you gave me. I, they could have done with telling me more about my period. Yeah, and it was about, about that. It's, and it's always been historically about how to get pregnant or not get pregnant. Yes, which only happens for a few days a month. But then we demonise the whole, the, you know, the whole rest of it. Um, so and understanding that cycle, but also if then, like, you know she's got two younger brothers, understanding that Choni could be feeling like this at this particular time, you know? Lesson would put a little app and, and I'm Brilliant. following it, it so yeah. she starts to understand her cycle. That's more than I ever had. And it's really important that husbands or boyfriends understand. Or, or brothers understand, because it's not about making excuses, no, it's, it's about honouring and allowing and accepting. Because particularly, you know, if you've got a teenage girl who's, you know, very body conscious, you yeah. know, all the social media, you know, she's got to look like this and she's wanting a lip, all those things, yeah. and she's not eating properly and she's starving her, you know, hands up, hello, let's just revisit my, my youth, you know, mm. she's starving herself. One, she may lose her periods, which is obviously yes. long-term health benefits, but two, she may be having really painful periods because her body isn't getting any nutrients yes. there's no balance there's too much sugar yeah there's not enough good fats it's all you know and then it throws your gut by completely absolutely and i've seen such a massive increase in the clinic with with teenagers boys and girls yeah and seeing the analysis that's come back anxiety them, depression which is all affected by the gut bio because yeah. if your gut bio is not there so for instance you haven't got particular gut bio that breaks down carbohydrate proteins or fats they're not getting nutrients yeah so then basically their hormones are going to be totally out of whack they're either going to be really angry emotional or withdrawing they can be very different Absolutely. to the individual and that's where you know helping them understand that vibe and that gut analysis to see what's there you can correct it yeah that's the beauty you can correct it and they can be the, educate themselves to be the best knowing their own inner body which i think is the most beautiful thing in the world yeah. you know understanding that and being able to walk into life and being able to handle what's going on within your body you can handle anything so boys yes boys 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 where do we start with boys? Well, it's not much different to girls, really, in a lot of ways when it comes to the changes within their body. Yes, it's different uh, scientifically, but it's not different in the rush of emotion and Absolutely. frustration, not knowing who they are, feeling lost in this world, and go on. So what would you, what were your recommendations and so on would be for essential oils and so on with regards to that part here? Well, believe it or not, it's not going to be that much difference. The only difference being is obviously a lot of boys may not want to smell particularly floral. <laughs> so, you know, again, we bring in frankincense, sandalwood, think about some of those, vetiver is a, yeah. is a, is a you know, beautiful root oil. Fundamentally, what we're looking to do is to help them to calm the frank 
down. And this can be in an oil burner. Absolutely. It can be in a room spray. It doesn't need to be spraying all over them. I know for little boy Viana, he's got his beads. Yeah. He's a bit of a dude. So um, on the tie, yeah. you know, if they're wearing a tie, you know, a lot of people will, will rub something on, on a tie. And things like, you know, frankincense, sandalwood, they're, they're very grounding, they're very earthy mm. kind of scents. So they smell like aftershave or, you know, whatever the latest links of the products are available, fragrance is. Mm. But again, without doing that, but a lot of my female clients, have used oil blends on their sons that they would have used on the, on on girls yeah. as they're going through that transition and with that hormonal sort of rage going on um, within because you know everybody will put deodorant on everyone will battle again looking at their products so what are they using as their as their skincare products all of those sorts of things you you know you can put essential oils into that. In, in the evening, so some of those oils are really good for supporting the skin as well. But as you say, just a diffuser in the room at night, and there, you know, that, that is going to help. And then again, coming back to the work that you do, supporting gut health. Yes. You're probably the same as me. Skin is simply symptomatic with what is going on yes. in gut health. So if someone is showing, you know, raging acne. It's not about what we're dolloping on the skin. It's no, about, it's you know, for me, how were they born? Were they C-section? Were they yes. natural birth? Is there a history totally. of antibiotics? Again, this is not saying don't do those things because some of us wouldn't be here if it wasn't for C-section and antibiotics. Yeah, totally. Or, and nobody's to blame. It's not. We're not. We're not talking about blame no. here. We're giving you a story of understanding why. Yeah. So and why then I want we've got to fixes. Know, how were they born? Yeah. Any history of antibiotics, particularly at a very young age when that gut biome is being yeah. created. What was their poop like? And you know, things like if a child hasn't didn't doesn't sleep, quite often that can be symptomatic around birth trauma totally. because they come out fighting yes. into this world. So all of those, so they may have elevated cortisol, you know, all that kind of uh, fighty stuff going on, and they, you know, they haven't slept well. Well, if, if that then is going to be having an impact again on all of the hormones, so you know how they manage their blood sugars, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we want that full history, and then fundamentally, for me, I use the essential oils to help the body bring itself back into homeostasis yeah. because a bit like the work that you do, it's not the oils; it's the body taking those chemical constituents that are in the oils, those natural products, and saying ah. That's going to calm that down. Ah, that's going to reduce inflammation. Oh, that's, that's going to raise <laughs> serotonin. Oh, that's going to yeah. give a bit of a natural dopamine hit. Oh, that's going to help balance blood sugars. So again, we're not the the fundamental difference is, is with the girls bleed and the boys don't. But that whole roller coaster, as you said, yeah. can all be supported naturally with nice smells. A good diet, as close as Diet's you can get really any teenager yeah. who the minute they leave the house is in somewhere. For me, for my kids, is exercise. Yeah. You know, I, my my kids, all three of them, exercise extremely hard. Um, I'm one of them rare breeds that don't have, I'm going to probably, people will be like, what? We don't have an Xbox, we don't have a PlayStation house. 
I believe they need to be doing the activity. They need to be they need to be exercising. It's completely different nowadays where we'd be out on the streets playing and yeah. be told to come back at a certain time. We can't do that anymore, unfortunately. But exercise is a massive key for those hormones and hormone yeah. balance with the bowel movement as well. And also the appetites. They are not eating rubbish. They're wanting their vegetables, you know, as mm. Vigo was like, I need some trees, mum. You know, training last night, done three hours training, fit the pee for an hour and then two two hours of MMA fighting. Mum, can I have a bit of your steak, please? Mm. Of course you can, babes. And she just had her dinner and, you know, it's understanding she needs that protein yeah. and understanding the, the goodness that you're putting into it. I'm not saying they don't have treats. Of course they do. It's about balance. But it is important to have that regality within their body to release the tension, release the emotion as well as doing it with essential oils as well yeah. and through the nutrition and getting that balance. Yeah, but it's also about making sure that it's done in a supportive, non-competitive yeah. way. Yeah, totally. Because yeah, a lot of the things a lot of girls do is very body-focused yes. again, isn't it? You know, where whereas, you know, I, but again, you know, gosh, I can't even remember many girls playing rugby or football when I was, when I was alas. Um, whereas now that's, you know, that's, it's quite the norm now, yeah. isn't it? That a young girl will do ballet and football yeah. or, you know, this and, and rugby, which is fantastic, but absolutely. And again, for me, I've definitely noticed as I've come through my own menopause transition, I'm now well and truly on the other side. I've got myself back into balance because I have my treatments. I know the right supplements to use for me. I have released all of the emotional shit that needs, you know, releasing that. That's that's definitely um, left the body. I now have the energy and the vitality. So I'm back doing what I love doing. I'm lifting my weights. I'm outdoor swimming. Sparks come back. Massively. But I also knew... It would. Yeah. I just and it need, just needed time. I needed time. And I think I hate that cliche word, but it is time. But coming back to where we are with everyone rushing in, let's yeah. come full circle to everyone rushing in on the first of January. Give yourself a bit of time and space. Trust. Trust that you know intrinsically, intuitively what you need. But if it doesn't feel right at this point in time, let it go. Yeah. Do some of the other stuff that you do feel you can do, and then and seek help. Absolutely, and then do what you need to do. Yeah, seek you know, help. Because sometimes the help is simply a conversation yeah. like this, holding a mirror up. Yeah, it's not telling you know. Yeah, you. Oh, sometimes we need permission, don't we? We yeah. need permission to stop. We need permission to go. Yeah. We need permission to okay if I do this. Yeah. Well, what do you want to do? And that's and that's the thing. It's and and that's the thing I've taught my children is is understanding why. Talk, communication, being able to talk and communicate, you can make anything possible, and being around people that you trust is really important to share that share that with. And that's why it's really beautiful that you run your groups and everything, yeah. Melanie. But you know the work that I do with kids within within the clinic with adults, elderly, and all sorts, but. I'm so thankful for us doing today because I really felt it was president after speaking to you two a couple of weeks ago that we needed to do it. Yeah. One last point that I would like to make for anybody that's listening today and you've got your brand new shiny 2022 journal or diary is start tracking your menstrual cycle. Yeah. Start tracking, you know, and even if like me, you're on the other side or maybe you're on contraception and you're thinking whatever, you know, 
any find a full moon or a new moon if you, if like you last need. night last night was a full moon <laughs> um so we're, we're still in its energy but start tracking and notice for yourself what's your energy like what's your mood like what's your sleep right around your period what are you craving what what do you want to do physically and emotionally then what's it like for the next 28 days or however long your cycle is do that for at least three months you will really then start to reconnect and get back in tune with your own body wisdom what's working and what's not so those those things that you're writing down and you're like i would advise as well with money's fantastic guidance and advice there is write your emotion feeling absolutely absolutely because if you've gone and ate a load of stuff because you've needed to feed it there's a reason why you're wanting to feed it explain how you feel and see the pattern see the pattern in that behavior and that cycle and i would say this to i would say this to men as well absolutely you know not just for people that are on the cycle but understand the pattern in your behavior with food your emotions your environments your exercise and you will see a pattern and i think three months is a good good indicator and if you want to seek advice go and see an expert definitely 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 but i do think it's nice to work things out on your own a little bit if you need to to get that in wisdom and then you will have more trust in somebody when you go to meet them absolutely you know the reason i'm back lifting weight and really loving it is i've stopped intermittent fasting i've gone back to eating three meals a day and heaven forbid i'm eating carbs i love carbs i'm like (laughs) it's that whole thing of something isn't working so why am i following someone else's rules that are not working it doesn't work for your body yeah and that's what that was that was what i just i think i'm gonna just say everybody's body is completely different there's good carbs out there guys good carbs very healthy carbs but it's understanding our bodies and see an expert and work it with yourself as well. So guys, thank you for today. Um, we look forward to seeing uh, Marnie back again. You will find us that we are gonna be, give us give us a little bit of time. We're gonna be setting up a community on Facebook um, looking at some of these things that we've been talking about, putting together essential oils, doing little workshops. There's gonna be many exciting things that are gonna be coming over in 2022. I'm very excited to get Marnie in my outdoor kitchen with gather social team so everybody have an awesome day and we will see you in a few weeks time